Good morning, sweetheart. I woke up this morning fasting and praying. And I've been up since three this morning. And I was going back and forth between three and six to get on here and go through that type of process with you, as you heard yesterday. And it's still on here, but I unpublished it because I have a great understanding as to what's happening. And miracles, a lot of miracles, like Christ said, some miracles come by what? Fasting and praying. And sometimes, sweetheart, I'm going to need you to fast with me because fasting is so necessary to the spirit man. It brings so much discipline. It brings clarification. It brings awareness immediately from the kingdom here. From the kingdom and releasing it here. So much being poured out to release. And you can see what's happening in the spiritual realm without trying to look around to find out. No, it has you positioned to look up and receive. So I've given up food and drink, not just for me, for us. Because God shared with me how significant this really is amongst you and I. Because I woke up groaning. I woke up making a sound of utterance. I woke up roaring more than I ever have before. And I did not want you to hear me that way, but God had me to get on there to you that way so you could know what to do regarding interceding for me. Now, you may respond differently, but the feelings are the same. And today, I couldn't tame the fire anymore that I have on the inside for you. I couldn't tame my soul anymore. It was like I became a room that is lit on fire and is spreading without anything being burnt. And the fire kept spreading. And it was coming from my stomach, my soul. And I said, Father, I cannot take this anymore. Where are my shoes? Because my soul know where you are. My soul has been found by you long ago, but I'm aware. God used a male gender symbol as hands on a clock and he rewinded. This morning, he rewinded the time. And what that means is that he redeemed. He re Ooh. Oh God. How can I not feel? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Ooh. God is standing right behind me. And I feel it. I feel the wind. I saw his presence, the shadow right behind me, and you wanted me to see. God. This 
is not anything normal. This is definitely new, sweetheart, and you know it is because there are so many beautiful ministries that you know about, marriages you know about, which is ministry you know about, but you have never encountered seeing something like this, and you know you haven't. I wouldn't even know how to describe something like this. All I can say is it's supernatural. And when I first seen you like this, 2020 in October, November, I was like, why is he like that? Why do people have to keep helping him get it together? Why he keep walking off ministry and then coming back? Why is he walking towards the old choir loft, standing afar watching me? Why is he getting stuck looking at me? Why does he need that much help to tame himself? What is going on with him? Dude, get it together. And every time you encountered me, you felt like that. Because I felt what you, I got to get off. I felt what you were feeling. And I was wondering, why am I feeling what he's feeling? Why do I feel disappointment from him? What have I done to disappoint him? I didn't want what you were trying to do at the time. So I'm wondering, why is it such a big deal that I didn't? Anybody else be like, okay, fine. It wasn't okay with you. It wasn't fine. Oh, so cool. It wasn't fine with you. It's not supposed to be fine with you. I'm created to finish the finished work with you, to fulfill with you, to expand with you, to increase with you, to impart in you and be imparted by you, to be a blessing to you and be blessed by you. To receive you and you receive me and you felt it every single time. And I felt it. When God moves, no one can stop him. You had no idea that I was going to ever probably get divorced. Who thinks, oh, okay, she's going to get divorced soon. No, it's like, man, she married the wrong one. Listen to me, I'm talking to you. I'm testifying to you. And to hear what seemed to be impossible, to hear the possibility, I'm up and local. To hear it be impossible. God said to me, I couldn't have you two physically around each other because I spared you both for such a time as this. You two are the same, but in different bodies. But spirits are the same. Souls are the same. Will and emotions are the same. Passion the same. Fire, anointing, called by name the same. There's no difference in you but your gender and things that are natural. But everything that's, you understand, spiritual and soul-wise 
is exactly the same. Even though I wasn't aware and didn't want to be aware of what you were aware of, I still felt it and wondering why. Every day, Holy Spirit is saying to me, go, go, go. Why? Why does it matter what he thinks? What does it matter that I have to say anything or go to him about what's going on in my life? Why do I have to consult with him? Why? Why him? Why not anybody else? Why not my father even? Why not my brother? Why him? This went on for six, seven, eight plus years every darn day. God showed me the symbol of a a boy. It talks about the future, talks about the present, and brought us from the past, have us to testify his goodness, being brought out to be brought into. And sweetheart, my God with this. God said he spared you and I for being so emotionally entangled if he had you and I to, you understand, prepare together. Because it could have caused a lot of misunderstanding, disorderly conduct, and it wouldn't have been what it is right now. We wouldn't be where we are right now. Because we had to what? Grow. We had to what? Mature. Because you were hurt. You were angry. You were bitter. And you were pissed at me. You felt disrespected. All these things God was saying to me. You felt all of that. Dishonored. And yet I'm discovering the truth for the first time. Walking out of a lie into the truth, being vulnerable, being fragile. Feeling the intensity of, you know, being healed for making a wrong move that I thought was good to make. So we're going through that preparation. We had to go through it on our own end. But be there together how God have it to be. Thank God for the podcast. He didn't have to have a podcast. He could have just left it alone. And look how people being blessed by it. Because it happens. There's no lying about it. Sometimes we want to just showcase, you know, the outcome or showcase the strength and showcase. No, God want to showcase when you are weak. You know what? God. He want to showcase, I use that very thing to prosper you. He want to showcase the healing process because that's how he received his glory. And you and I would be going back and forth of me feeling denied and rejected by you because you felt that from me. It's not that easy. No, I'm not going to just speak to you on a level that to speak to you because you carried me. And knowing me, and knowing you will feel the same way I do. If you've forgiven yourself and been forgiven by God, who is anybody to say, I, you know, I forgive you, but really don't forgive. Because still bringing it up, 
They feel like it's not that easy to just walk away. Christ was, you know, beaten, spat on. Horrifically, and still looked up and said, Father, forgive. For him to ask God to forgive, that means he already has. And sometimes we put people in situations like, I'm not ready to forgive you yet. I'm still pissed. This is not Christ-like at all. Peter denied him three times. And then it took him the third time to recognize what Christ said moments before that at the table. He prophesied. He was giving you a warning. And you had dominion. And you have declarations and decrees. The power of life and death is in your tongue. He didn't even rebuke that. Thank you for telling me, but I declare a decree. I won't do it. And so should it would have been established had he declared a decree, but he did not. And it happened. What did Christ do after that? Moments and days after that. Met him at the seaside and what? Every time he denied them three times, every, th every time Christ asked him for each time, do you love me? For the first time he denied. Yes, feed my sheep. Simon, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Went from being a fisherman to becoming a fisher of men. Received a promotion. Because forgiveness is not behavior based. It's grace based. You are graced to forgive me. I'm graced to forgive myself. It wasn't an easy process. No, it wasn't. It hurted me so bad. I wanted to die. I never meant to hurt you. Not the way that I, I'm knowing I have. I had no idea. That's what told me up inside. I had no idea. You didn't show. You didn't say anything to me. I would never left you like that. I would have said something. I would have just left you like that. I would never. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Oh God. Oh God. I haven't been drinking. No. I don't want it. No. It doesn't help me. No. <laughs> I felt like it was too much for me to go through all of that and be taken out of it. And then God talked to me about you. Like, come on. I'm out of one thing. You're going to bring me into another. Now I got to go through a process for all of this. And then there goes a whole another process preparing for you. That you and I both had to endure on our ends. Thank God for prayer warriors. But God said it wouldn't have been pretty and honoring at all, no glorifying if you and I was face to face going through that healing process. Because you felt like you didn't want to be around, you didn't want to hear at the moment. I'm excited, but leave me alone right now. Let me be right now. And I would have felt like, okay, well, fine. 
and be like that, you know, and that's not glorifying the God at all. Because if anyone feels rejected, what are they going to do? They're going to keep on pressing the issue? No, they're going to walk away. And God didn't want me to walk away because I would I have the same attitude as you. You walk away. You feel like, okay, well, fine. It is what it is. It was your decision. You understand? Just like you left me with my decision. You didn't come and say, okay, well, fine, thank you. You don't want me? Okay, fine. You know? That's how I took it, like, fine. It wasn't no, oh, I'm hurt. I feel this now. I'm, I'm open for what actually is. I'm discovering. Excuse me, I'm very thirsty. It's okay, I've been, th- I'm burning. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just so grateful for everything. I truly mean everything. Yeah, I love you so much. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, and I was burning for you. And I couldn't tame the burn. And God said, you're burning your burn. I said, Father, we have to get married now. And the way I felt, it was like, there's no, there's no time for no planning regarding your plan for us. We got to be at that altar now. This has to be done right now. This has nothing to do with anything naturally. This has everything to do with supernatural. I was like, I have to be at that altar now. I don't care. Jeans and the okay, this nightgown and the scarf on my head. I don't care. I'm at this altar with you. This thing has to come to pass immediately. You understand? And it's like this love is just one of a kind. Everybody has a grace for their own ministry. I can only speak for how I'm graceful ours. And God says, say to you, well done. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> the space that you've been requesting is granting you the favor because he already know it's in your path to have more space. He know your family size. He know your ministry. He created, he written it down. You have so many rounds that are lined up. <laughs> you have a ram upon ram upon ram upon. Every realm, you have a ram. Every realm, R-E-A-L-L, you have a ram, R-A-L. Every realm of glory, there's a ram. Every realm of glory, line upon line, there's a realm. Every realm, glory upon glory, line upon line, precept upon precept, there's a la- there's a ram, excuse me, say lamb. There's a ram in a bush for you. Yes, God knows everything that you and I will ever need while we're here. Just submit to that. You don't have to be like, you know, uh, I need y'all to agree with this, agree with that. That's okay, but what do you agree upon? Do you agree with his plan for your life, for my life, for our lives? Then stick with that. Stick with that persuasion. Stick with that, you understand? And don't consider anything else. Because sometimes you want to put your hands to things to make sure it get done. But it's already done. You may try to take, or it may cause you to walk through 10 doors that God already have opened for you. One. People's ceilings have became your floor just like your floor became other ceilings. 
So allow people to bless you how God has them to. Don't you ever say, I got it, because you want people to think or don't want them to think that you don't or you do have it. Doesn't matter. No one asks us these things. No one say, do you have the money in your account or do you want me to give it to you? No. Hey, I want to sow the seed. Sure. Allow God to bless you. No one asks what you have and what you don't have. No one going to think that you don't have because people give in to you. That's grace. That's favor. You don't have to touch yours and still receive. You better stop. <laughs> yeah. God says he's, he's upgrading everything for you. Yeah. Even your vehicle. You need more space. Yeah. And how he do it is how he do it. It's not in the way that you expect. I expect. No. Uh-uh. It never is. <laughs> Did you expect, you understand, restoration to come to you that way? No. Neither did I. Did you expect restoration to call you on the phone? No, excuse me, to message you a messenger? No. <laughs> no. Let me say this to you guys. Say, say this. I got 751 friend requests. I done cast out maybe 15 demons out of people that, you know, was operating in witchcraft. And some actually ran and befriended me. They, the, the devil told them, run, get away from her. Just like Holy Spirit would tell us, run, get away from that trouble. Holy Spirit, I mean, excuse me, the devil would tell, you know, people that's under his influence, run, get away from that mighty person. I don't want you to receive no might. Yeah. And some people all the time, you got to let them know what you're doing. Because I've been getting phone calls. I had to actually unfriend someone. Yeah, I kept calling my phone. I'm like, no, I'm not in this for this dude. Bye, see ya. And things like that going to happen to both of us. And guess what? We're better what? Together. We don't focus on those things. You understand? No, we don't. The devil going to try all he can to separate us. And you and I have to continue to do whatever it takes to remain together. Do you understand? We may disagree, but it would never be out of an argument. Never be in an area of negativity or silence. No, I honor you too much because I'm first married to the bridegroom. He had to have me to marry him first before I could ever marry you. You understand? And I just keep seeing more space for you. I don't know what's up with God with kids. I don't know. And I had to really realize this is not every woman, you know, to be graced with. Every woman not graced to have more kids or want kids like that. You have to be graced for that. And I'm thinking that, okay, we all women. Come on, let's have kids, y'all. Come on. That's why I'm the only one on this boat. Nobody got on that boat with me. This ship has sailed when I'm alone. <laughs> yeah. This ship sailed. No one's rolling with me. They're like, girl, bye. What are you talking about? That's not us. He ain't saying us. And he's saying it to me. <laughs> yeah. Show me so much in the future. I'm looking forward to. But one thing that I really like, I wish I could have, is a gender reveal in the future. I like how it's set up, you know? How people have it in the cake and balloons and, you know, pinatas. And you see the boat, you see the color of, you know, what's, what you're going to have. That's nice, but I would never have that. 
Because I will always know, say of God. He done moved on from the first one he done talked to me about. I'm going to always know. Now I could surprise you. If you don't want to know. And you have it. But I will always know. And God don't have it in me to keep things like that from you. Like what I know, you need to know. Yeah. And God said, you will want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's cool with me too. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that's better. <laughs> yeah, he showed me the color yellow. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. It would have been very, very dishonoring had you and I been together preparing God say because you wouldn't have been able to heal properly neither would I you wouldn't be mature as you are now regarding this neither would I because your healing coming from a different place than mine yours coming from being rejected mine's coming from rejecting you understand and God said, talk to you. When you came to me the first time after I said to you who I am, that was never supposed to happen. But it did. Just like what I've done was never supposed to happen. Okay, God said, back it up. Okay. When people talk about not to get a divorce and God's against a divorce, yes, he is according to his will. God written down a mate for everyone he put in their heart to desire a mate. The name is already written down. God don't ever have to erase. So there's no way that I could have been in that merch with that man and asking God to heal something that was never ever created to actually be mended back. Because your name is not written down for me. I don't even share you know, a soul with you. I don't share anything with you. Far as a mate. And many of us crying out to God to heal something that he's putting away. God is only against divorce if you are called to be with that mate. And you guys are falling apart knowing you should be standing together. Now, God is not referring to us making decisions without him. He's talking about those who are married due to allowing him to bring it to pass. There are many people who are with their soulmate biblically as God has written down strategically for them supernaturally. And they are walking away from each other. I know it's going to be like this. You want your way. You don't want your way. You do this. You do that. And God is against that. Just like they said to Christ, the adulterous woman, about to be stoned. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, they knew the only way to get a divorce is, is through infidelity. What is this? I don't even know these people, God. I know so many come. I don't know. If you tell me, I'm not going to respond. It's okay. And telling you guys, you know, infidelity, and not even just infidelity, 
But if we make any decision without God, and then we start walking with God, he's going to show us his plan, his will. And guess what? We got to make some decisions based upon his will, his plan. How could God have me to, you know, be with the wrong man? Then, okay, God, I'll give my life back to you. Okay, can you make this marriage work how it can work? What about the man I've written down for you? What about his life? What about he has the other half of your soul? You can't connect to nobody else. God showed me a trophy. Mm. So if it's not God's will, it's not God's will. We can't try to ask God to heal was not his will. Come on. It's like saying, Father, I can desire anything and forget about according to your will. Come on. We can't make the word fit our, you know, flesh. It's written and it's built upon our spirit man. Those who worship God must worship God in what? Spirit and in what? Truth. There's no lies in the spirit realm. And sweetheart, when you came at me, you were pissed. And you rejected me and you denied. You felt like, you know what? I want you to feel how I felt. And that's how you came off. No. I want you to feel what I felt. And I can't wait for you to feel like that. And guess what? I felt like that. And I wasn't supposed to feel like that. I was begging for forgiveness. I was sowing a seed in your life. Because I missed, you know, every other occasion. I didn't want to miss this one knowing who I am. I was going through a divorce process and mending things with my son and going through all kinds of persecution because of it. And not to receive none from you who I'm, you know, equipped fully preparing to marry. And that caused a lot during this preparation for me. Because I walked away from you that day with my head hung low by myself without saying anything to anybody. There was nothing to talk about. That was in fact embarrassing to come back and encounter something like that. I was like, then why did I even come back? I'm thinking I'm coming back for you to say something positive. I came back, you know, into the, the foyer to be rejected and denied. I felt highly disrespected when I was supposed to be respected. Yes, I hurt at you, but I didn't hurt you for you to feel like, okay, now it's time for me to hurt you back in return. Christ never done that. And that caused it a lot with me and you. Because I had to really deny, you know, is this true or not? Because I'm like, God, I know what you said. But this man is literally saying to me out his mouth, this not it. He's not agreeing with me. This man is not agreeing with me. And God's speaking to my spirit. He's angry. Yeah, he could be angry, but am I tripping? I know what it's like to trip and not be aware you're tripping. I know what it's like to hear and you're not really hearing. But this is you because I even asked for this. But I'm so glad it's a part of me. I wouldn't have walked away from nobody that I, you know, falsely married even. I would have tried to make it work. No one marries to get a divorce. Who does that? You try to make it work. But God let me know he already worked it out. So I'm like, this is your plan. I'm doing what you want. I did everything you asked. He's denying me. 
And my biggest challenge was for you to come back to me again and say that again to me. Every day since 2020, September, October, God don't have to come back and say nothing like that again. Because this time I won't come back. I will not come back. I will not come back. And God knew I meant it because I given him all of me. I laid my life down, sweetie. I was open for you and I'm open for you, but I was very fragile. I was, I was like the woman with the issue of the blood, the woman that was about to be stoned. I was like all of them and I'm in front of you and it's like, you know, you threw a stone at me. But I'm so glad that you've been healed from the anger. You thought it was too easy to forgive me that quick. You thought about all the years you've been through that and not push past and say, you know what? Okay, you wanted me to know that you were angry with me. You wanted me to know. And that's why you said what you said. I've been through hell. I'm thanking God for you smiling again. You like, forget the smile. You put me through hell. How about that? How about that? You know? And I felt like, I felt low. I felt so low, because I didn't have anyone, you know, on my end to help me, physically, that God had to help me. He wanted me to go through this with you. And when you denied me, every day, even today, I have to continue to use my faith And sometimes my body says to me, and I have to deny those thoughts, that you're going to come back and deny me again. And I don't want to take that. I'll never forget you said these words to me. I have no parts with you. I have no connection with you like that. You must be desperate. If you don't stop, saying these things I'm going to send a woman a sister to come and talk because you need help you need counseling I will send someone to talk to you if you keep on with this and then go on and say I'm falling in love with you over and over again which one is it? So I had to go through that process. I'm like, I know darn well, I know darn well what I walked away from. I know darn well what you were trying to do. I remember everything. And to play with my intelligence like that, that wasn't easy for me. My spirit's saying this. I know I encountered this, but he's saying that. Now, I know I wasn't tripping. Still praising, still preaching, still ministering, still smiling. And I have not yet heard you disagree, which you should have agreed upon in my face.
I felt like the least of everything. Because I was wrong, I was aware, and I didn't get the, you understand? I didn't get that, that word, that agreement, that conversation with you to know that you and I are you and I. But you did when I wasn't around. And yes, you support me the way that you do. It's my faith that let me know it's you every time my faith. <laughs> my faith says you. My faith. My faith brought me this far with you. And sometimes my my body says, Kunisha, he said no. But what did God say? Do you understand? Do you understand? And I felt like God, I did all of this. I did all of this listening to you. And I'm glad I did. But there is no satisfaction in my, you know, soul regarding when I'm preparing to hear anything naturally. What has manifested spiritually into the natural realm for me to feel the sensation of your glorification regarding what you said to both of us? It don't matter if anyone done anything to you and I, which they have, who are we to say, I'm going to deny you because you denied me? We're saying words that Christ never did. We're doing things that Christ never done. And for me to even think a thought, if that was me in your shoes, who am I to even have a thought? Well, you don't understand what I've been through. Guess what? I understand who brought you through it. How about that? The glory doesn't belong to you. It belongs to him. You're still here and you have another opportunity to see it through. That's praise by itself. And, you know, I used to be so afraid to encounter you. I used to be so afraid thinking that you're going to come back and say, look, keep my name out your mouth. Don't say nothing else about me. Didn't I say I was going to send somebody to you? God had me to talk about it today. That's exactly what I thought. And that's why I was started drinking the wine, honestly, because I was going through it back and forth. And that's why many are going through warfare now. But I thank God I got a great sense as to what warfare really is. It's not what you says. It's what I'm saying to myself within regarding what God said. It's me going back and forth with my agreement. But the thing about it is, you know, you are involved with me regarding agreement and you deny. So I'm like, Father, he's he's the one that you said and he disagreed. So how much more am I to disagree? He don't even agree. So it made it worse. It made it worse. But, you know, some beautiful people. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to accept any guys unless, God, you really want me to. Yeah, 745 now. Yeah. 
And got me to testify. Yeah. I was like, how come I feel like I'm suffering from me being delivered? You understand? And I thank you for helping me and everything that you've done on your end. And I thank God that I don't have access to, you know, you seeing you in such a way. Because I was getting out of hand. And I had had to go through a process with that. Oh, what? For real? That's how you feel? You know, no access? Okay, fine. Cool. You know, you feel like that? Yeah, it was a lot. I know I was getting out of hand. Yeah. But what got me is that there was no verbal, you know, conversation. You know, I had to receive everything using my faith. And now I know that I am definitely a woman of faith. (laughs) And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because you know about my faith. Because you know that nothing naturally has ever been said since I've been back. And rededicated my life back to God. Nothing. Not one thing. Not once did you ever say since I've been aware that you, you understand, are who you are. God said to me, you are to me. And I felt, you know, a lot of anger. Like I'm I'm getting healed from this and going to something like this. You know, worth more than this. I deserve better than this. You know, why is it even like this? I felt like you were pretending. You know. Everybody know about how you feel. That's, that are around you but me. You know, God had me to pick up on all these things. That's why my intuition was so powerful because I was walking by faith and not by sight. You know, I just thank God for, you know, all the help that you and others have released upon me because I wouldn't have been this far without your prayers. And it wasn't easy to go through this. It wasn't at all. And I wasn't even on social media that much then. It got me to go on there and look at what you were saying. And that's how I knew how you were feeling. Because for one, I never knew you felt that way. Because even though you were reaching out, but you got to remember, you weren't doing much, must, must, most, not must, but most of the reaching. You understand? You were just coming around and doing little things without even trying to do anything. You know, I realized that you were kind of shy. And I realized that, you know, you wasn't really opening your mouth. You were just pretty much trying to do. And I want you to know this time, don't be shy. Be used. Don't be shy. Be used by God whenever he lead you to take risks and receive what's promised to you when God have it to be. You understand. And I feel that it's now how God have it to be. But a part of me is saying, don't be afraid of sudden fear. He's not going to come back and say, leave me alone. Didn't I say the first time? Because that conversation didn't have to go down like that. It didn't even have to go like that. You know, I just wish that 
I could have got the truth in the beginning. You know, Q, you hurted me. Q, you were wrong. I mean, tell me about myself. Don't deny me. And you know that I'm telling the truth. Because I'm hearing the truth now. I'm not going to give my life to God and begin to hear lies when I just walked out of lies. So I wanted the truth from you. I wanted you to tell me. Tell me how you feel. What's on your mind? Then about that indirectly. Not I'm in love with you and then get around me. You know, I'm not feeling nothing for you. You know, that conversation, it took a lot out of me. It put a hole inside. And God had to fill that void up. Because I was being denied when access was granted. I didn't tell anyone. My mother don't even know I don't have access to your page. She knows that I defriended because I was wondering why am I so emotionally disturbed regarding what he says. It's like I was taking everything he was saying personal one day. And all of a sudden, bam. You know, there goes. You understand. God saying to me, no, it's because you're in love with him. And I know that you're big on motives. And you look to see what's hidden to find out. But you got to be very careful because that could be confused as being nosy. And if you want to know, just come and find out. You know, just find out. Just find out. I want you to be bold. You understand? Everything about you and I are on one accord. Now, if I'm bold, then you're bold. You understand? I notice that the areas that I am more stronger in, I notice the areas that I am weak in, that you are strong in. And one of the areas that I am, you know, being strengthened by you in is presentation, you know, regarding, you know, broadcasting and not even just that, but... um networking and things like that but regarding you and my strength is when it comes to boldness and when it comes to doing things and receiving things in the supernatural now you are but it's much more when I sharpen you I'm pulling ways out of you that that was hidden you know used to be closed in you're more open you're more excited you know you're more, <laughs> you're better, and so am I, and I'm high in the spirit, <laughs> yeah, I gotta take being high going through something like this, <laughs> but it's for the glory, but I, I really would love to hear an apology from you, because you have heard nothing but apologies, and me begging for forgiveness, you know, from you. But for you to deny, that's 2020, September. I had to go through September 2021, September 2022. I had to go to two, this two and a half years in September 2023. At the end, it will be three years. And I'm not even going to claim three. I'm just going to claim two and a half years that I have been through not hearing you know what really is regarding you because you said the opposite and I was like okay God okay 
It's not easy to go. Just imagine you going through what you've been through by yourself. Would you, how would you, you know, get through that? You probably wouldn't. And God me to go through it with you. So you can imagine how I had to go through it with someone who was still angry at me in the beginning. It wasn't easy being denied. That's why it's so important to open up our mouths because a closed mouth don't get fed. You came at me in so many ways, but never opened your mouth and said, Quenisha, can I take you out? You never said that. Yeah, take me home. Yeah, sit beside me. Yeah, pull me close to you from talking to the other brothers in Christ. Yeah, but you never said, Quenisha, can I take you out sometime? You never said that. We have not because we what? Ask not. Hallelujah. So do I. Can I take you out sometimes? <laughs> I thought that, you know, size the mood up a little bit. I don't want it to become dull. God says not. He needs to hear this. Because you carried this around during your process. You held on to your faith. You've been rejected and denied the entire time from him. Even though he was helping you, he still denied you. He still denied you. And he never, ever agreed with you. And God said, you have so many ways how you're creative to get word across. If you really wanted to, you could have just simply said, I agree. I agree. I felt like I was drowning with you a lot. Like I deserve to go through that because of what you've been through. I deserve to be punished because you went through that and not deserve to be forgiven and be blessed by it. God convict us with goodness. He doesn't convict us with sadness and condemnation. That's why we never do it again because of his goodness. Because how can we, you know, keep doing things like that to someone who could to us like that? You know? And, you know, I even had, you know, some, you know, this it's over. It's over. It's over. You know, my mom was like, you don't talk about him anymore. I'm not. Not with anybody. As of to that moment to now, I don't know what's, you know, happening now, but how I prepared, it wasn't to say anything. There have been times that I would say a little something, but it will bite me back in return. Because I'd be trying to figure out. And God want me to just rest. And, you know, my mom was saying, but not saying, you know, in the past, you know, maybe you, you know, maybe he was like that in the past. He felt, I remember you saying something about him in the past. I remember that. But maybe that's how he felt back then. Maybe. And I'm like, that's not what God said. So I'm walking around like that. I think you tripping. Okay. But I know what God said. And 
I stand on what God says. There's no other man out here for me. There could never be. My soul is to connect back with yours. To have it to be one soul again. And what makes it so intensifying when we're together, because the souls have found each other and they're trying to connect. But that's why self-control is so important that we continue to tame it. You understand? Because the love is it's like it doesn't want to be tamed. It wants to be exposed. It wants to be demonstrated. It wants to be revealed. But it has to be in God's timing. You know, I can't hug you. I can't touch you because it would be a very intensifying touch. Whether I'm holding your hand, it's not going to just be holding your hand. You're going to feel a virtue come from me. And you know what I'm talking about. That's why you've been the way you've been. And I've been like that sometimes around each other because it's, you know, being drawn. The soul is ready to connect back. I'm a living witness that out with the old and in with the new, I'm a living witness that God will turn things around in the blink of an eye and you not even feel anything that you felt before that. Out of that marriage, I've been in for four years and it wasn't a bad marriage. It just wasn't God. And I have to tell that man when he get home, I thought I left this mo- that morning saying, you know, see you. Okay, see you later. That's not it. What? And to go through that process of, sorry, you know, my bad. You know, going through the family process and all of that. And then on top of that, you understand, regarding you, coming to you, feeling free indeed, Knowing that you are who God say you are to me. So, I don't know when you're to talk, but I do want you to start off by saying, I agree and apologize to me. Because even though I've been forgiven from what I have done wrong, you wasn't ever created to, you know, reject my forgiveness. We can't make it about ourselves. I could be going through hell, like you said, for 30-something years, and then someone asks for forgiveness, and guess what? I can't be like, oh, well, this year, that year, that year, I felt this, that year. No, I'm not. No, I forgive you, and we're going to move on. That's how it goes. That's how it is. Because of one man, look at us, and there goes forgiveness because of another man. You know that huge gap between Adam and Christ? That's a huge gap. First of all, the Israelites were slaves for how long? 400 years. That's a long time. And that's not even excluding Noah's time being here. What was he, 800 and something years old? Almost a thousand years. All those years in the making of God, you understand, going through sending his son so we can be forgiven. Who are we to go through things for five months or five years and five seconds and say we don't forgive? Yeah, I, I, I. When we put it on I, God don't receive any glory. 
Yes, I'm aware of what you've been through. And I'm also aware I don't deserve to be denied and lied to when I know what it is. So show me what it is. Show me. You love me? Show me. You want to marry me? Show me. Why is it such a secret? And the love is so powerful. Show me. Show me you love me. Show me that I'm the one for you. Show me. Now understand Joseph. All he had was his own word from God. His brothers denied him. His own father denied him. Now you in prison. Been denied from the guard about you telling the truth. You didn't touch his wife. Now you're in the prison. Standing on God's word alone. Thinking about those dreams. And you stood on those dreams. And did they not come to pass Joseph? And I'm standing. And I'm standing. But those were Joseph's brothers. I'm created to be your wife. And you rejected me. When I'm aware of who you are. I needed your agreement. There's one thing to not to be aware of God's plan. And deny it. Out of position. But in position and still deny. So I sit on that because. I wanted you to know that. That is my healing process. God wanted you to hear the healing process. All you hear in her is my faith the entire time. My faith alone. Hoping and wishing that you don't approach me again the way you did. And I was so scared every time you came near that you're going to say something like that to me again. And I have to walk away and not come back again. That's like if I did you wrong this time. You're not coming back again. Who would? Yeah, it's your will, God. But who going to keep paying boo-boo the fool? You burnt me once. You won't burn me again. And that's how I felt too. That day when I went to go minister and I wasn't in service, you thought I probably went backwards. God told me that. You thought I went back. You couldn't even minister straight. You're like, where is she? Please don't do this to me again. I hope she didn't go back to this man. I felt all that from you, Holy Spirit, had me to hear. And that's why I got on this podcast that day and I testified, no, I was preaching at another church at that time. And you felt better to hear that. How I feel, knowing that you may approach me again the way you did. And then offer to send me someone to talk to me and say, I need help. I've been helped. My help come from the Lord. So I just want to say thank you for everything. But now it's time for your agreement. And I'm ready to hear that. 